right, welcome into the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. Rob Parker here, Martin Weiss there. Man, NBA playoffs are uh, in the air right around the corner. Martin, we got uh, we're going to talk about some teams, the uh, seedings, where people are, and a very special guest, Kenny Anderson, the uh, former NBA point guard. You know, played for the Nets and the Celtics. That's and the legend, Kenny Anderson. Absolutely, New York City uh, uh, point guard legend when New York used to pump out all these point guards. So we'll talk with Kenny, catch him up. He's now the uh, head coach at Fisk University, so that'll be great. We'll do that and much more. Let's go. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast a New York City basketball legend, a friend of mine, a uh, the coach, basketball coach at Fisk University. And a former NBA star, Mr. Kenny Anderson. Welcome to the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. Yo, Rob, you know, I was I'm, I was just reaching out to you, man. Just we Queens guys, so we gotta stay in touch. And um I, I just love what you're doing, you know, and uh want to go on your podcast. So this is a a, a great time, great time to be on. So I appreciate it. No doubt. Kenny, Kenny, let's just start here first. How are you doing, man? You know, a couple of years back, you had a stroke. I mean, yeah. that, that was nearly fatal. I mean, you were really in bad shape. And God is good. You bounced back. How are you feeling? What's going on in your life? I'm feeling good. You know, I'm down in uh, um, Nash- Nashville. Uh, my memory, my memory, you know, but I didn't forget you, though. <laughs> but my, my, my memory, is, is I got to get it better. Uh, and thank God. Thank God, you know, my medicine and just uh, working out, walk, walking my dog. You know, I, I truly love dogs now. Uh, Caleb, I love Caleb. He, he kind of pretty much saved my life. You know, he ran in, scratched the door of my daughter's room. And my daughter came out and she called ambulance and, you know, I fell. It was crazy. It was crazy. So just thank, I just thank God, man, for letting me live and, uh, tell my story and just to help other young men be successful like I was through, through, through hard times. Kenny, let's get to the NBA. There's a lot of stuff we could talk about. Um, and, and I would love to get your thoughts on uh, Russell Westbrook just broke uh, the big O Oscar Robertson's uh, record for triple doubles. What do you make of that? And how impressed are you? I mean, at one point, nobody even talked about triple doubles. Because Oscar had done it and nobody had done it in 40 years. And now he's done it four years in a row. It's incredible. It's incredible to do, to play the way he's playing every night out. You know, um, just his work ethic. It's just, it's just crazy. I, I, I love watching him play. And um, it's just amazing how I'm just, just at all on night in and night out. You know, we played 82 games a year in the NBA, and he's mm-hmm. like he's, never, he's never missing a beat. He plays hard every night, and, and that's and that's hard to do. It was hard for me to do night in and night out. So you know, he's he's just a a great talent, and uh, he's a great human being. Also, you know, the way he's giving back and um, for all his, cha- his charity and things like that. He, he's just an awesome person. And it takes time. It takes time to grow, especially when you're in the lead and uh, everybody's coming at you and the media. The media can be, be hard 
but he's 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 uh he's a good guy, man. He really is. I would say the thing about Russell Westbrook that's impressive to me is definitely his off the court stuff. If you go and Google, you spend like you spend five minutes Googling Russell Westbrook off the court, you will find that he's one of the more impressive philanthropists in the NBA, in my opinion. But I want to ask you this, Kenny, because you just said you play 82 games year in, year out. Okay. Now, how would you feel if you played 82 games to to fight for the seventh seed, and now all of a sudden you're in the playing games. Do you like the playing games or no? Well, how do you feel about those? Well, I like the playing games because it's basketball and you, you just playing the sport that you love, uh, just playing. And that's what it's about. You're not worried. And, and that's what Russell Westbrook looks at. He's not worried about uh, the seedings and stuff. He just plays bad. He just loves the game when you watch him. And that's just what it's all about. Why not play in the playing games? You're still playing. You know, it's a joy. When you get X amount of money, I think it, it fills your head up where uh, I don't have to play this game. Next. No, you just got to play, man. You, you got to enjoy, yeah. enjoy playing because it's giving you all the riches that you got to take care of your family, to, to do to do everything. So you got to play. And, and, and that's and that's the main that's the main thing I see. And um with uh, Russell Westbrook and just with the league, with all these young players making uh, a lot of money, some of those guys are not just zeroed in on just playing and getting better with their profession. No, no doubt. Now, Kenny, you being a Queens guy, I'm a Queens guy, you know, and uh, you know, you played for the the Mets. Queens. You (laughs) made the Queens. Kenny's from uh, Left Rack City. Left Rack. Nefrak, you know that over there near yeah. Queens to the mall, real close. All right, yeah. you know I used to work over at the mall, Kenny. I saw your pictures you put on Instagram. Yeah, I worked at A and S. Oh, at A and S over at the I can't tell you my story um, when you worked at. But I can't tell you that. But I'll tell you when we get off what happened at A and S with me when I was a kid. All right, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Okay. All right. But uh, I was going to say, but you played for the New Jersey Nets. And, you know, the Nets are now in Brooklyn in a beautiful arena, downtown Brooklyn. Something we could have never imagined growing up as kids in New York, right? That Brooklyn would have a basketball team. And a lot of people, you know, you look at the team. I like the, 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 the makeup of the Nets, you know, with Harden and, and uh, Kyrie and KD. Uh, but they haven't played that many games together this year because of injury and all kind of stuff. Will talent outweigh like chemistry when you have that much talent on one team, or is chemistry that big of a deal? Chemistry is huge. Don't get me wrong, but that type of talent, no NBA team has ever seen. If three of those guys playing and they they're playing for a major goal and that's to win a championship, I I, I can't see. I really can't see nobody beating them. If they if they if they're, they're injury free, right? They gotta be healthy, right? They gotta be healthy, and that's the main uh, cog that 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 messes with my head. James Harden played last night. He's uh he 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 brings and to me he brings that team together because because Kevin Durant is an awesome scorer, one of the top scorers ever. Kyrie Irving, he he's a point, but he loves to score. He loves to score. And James Harden sets the table for everyone. 
So if you got those type of three players, uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, they got to get better. And they did defensively and rebounding. They've gotten better. They got to be anywhere from in the middle of the pack defensively, and they are. And with, with the offensive skill, they should they should win it. They should win it. I, I really believe that. This year, they should win it. Let me ask you this. How surprised, how surprised are you about James Harden? And when he first came, you know, a lot of people were critical. Oh, there's not enough. There's only one basketball. Because they watched him in Houston where, you know, he dominated the ball or whatever. But he adapted and became a, a great point guard. Am I right, Kenny? And, and distributing and, like you say, setting up everybody. You got to understand the roster he was playing with in Houston. And the roster here with Brooklyn Nets. That's KD, Kyrie Irving. He respects those guys. They're top. They're the top three players in the league. So he has to see. He saw that. And he's been in the league for many years, you know, uh, scoring MVP. Now he, it's time to win a championship. And he sees that. And he got to work with those guys to win one. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. He has to see it. And I'll even like the shooter, Joe Hamilton. He's He's shooting the ball extremely well. And I, you know what? It's a surprise to me. And the other the young man from Georgetown, Jeff Green, having a great year, playing extremely well for the Brooklyn Nets. So the, the, the others, who will be the others to step up in the playoffs? That's what they need. Because those three guys are on point. They're going to be on point. But the others right. have to step and, in. And, and, and you mentioned it was Joe Harris. Joe Harris, who's a shooter, right? Joe Harris. The shooter, he's having a great year. Jeff Green, and then the, you know the, the Bigs, they they have a good team now. But but it's it's you know Brooklyn, you can't settle with those three guys. You got to win a championship. And I believe the next three, they got three, I've said three years, they got to win it on or it's a bust. Okay, so to that point, all right, because they obviously made the biggest free agent acquisitions over the last <laughs> offseason. But LeBron James, three years ago, was the biggest offseason acquisition for the Los Angeles Lakers, right? And if they don't turn it around right now, it's going to be miss the playoffs, win the finals, and be in the playing game. Do you think the Lakers are going to have trouble with all these injuries that because they haven't been able to get healthy since LeBron's still not on the court? Yeah, I, I hate the Lakers. I'm not going to – I love the players, but I don't like the Lakers, so it's good, bad for all of them. Good. <laughs> So be it. I really don't care. They they, they can lose all they. I, I, I'm not a Laker fan, so I, you know, truly believe what's going on with the injuries with LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis. And I don't. They won last, but I don't give them the credit. They won in the in the bubble, so right. that's not really winning. You ask me. That's not you. Oh, come on, Kenny. It's, it's, hey, I, you know what though? But the, the, the other thing is, the other sixteen teams were in the bubble too in the playoffs. That's my only thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's the bubble. Is the bubble? The bubble. They just wanted to make money. The league just said we got We got to play this. But I like the home. The home series. The games now. Games now in your arenas. The travel situation. You you pick up different. Different thing. It's hard to win on the road. It's hard to, to win on the road. It's hard to win at home. Home games is tough. But, you know, I'm an East Coast person. 
I love Boston Celtics. They're not doing well this year. Portland Trailblazers are my only Western team because I played for them. So, you know, I'm not a Laker fan, though. I knew you're the wrong guy. <laughs> let, let, me, let me ask you this. You mentioned Boston. Yeah. And Kenny, I'm not asking you to rip on anybody, but there's something yeah. wrong there. They got way too much talent to be struggling to be where they are. I'm surprised at how, how before even Jalen Brown's injury, before that, they've struggled all year. I don't, I don't know what's going on with the Celtics, but like you said, they're very, they're very much so. They have everything, and they're struggling to win ball games. Right. And I'm not sure. It got, you got to look at, I and mean, this is this is life, you got to look at the head coach. You got right. to, it, oh. Because they have the players. You can't tell me that they're fighting to get in the playoffs with this type of team that they have. It, it's something wrong there. And I'm, I'm with you on that. And I love my, my Celtics, but you got to look at the head coach and the coaching ability. And uh, Brad Stevens, that was my guy. That's my guy. But you, you got to you gotta look at the coaching situation over there. Speaking, speaking I mean, of that, I want, I want to jump in real quick. It was when Kenny was playing for the Celtics yes. uh, in the playoffs, and Kenny came, not too many. How many NBA dudes, seriously, are going to come to your radio show in yeah. studio to hang out with us during the playoffs. You remember that, Kenny, in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. And Kenny came in, man. I've always appreciated that. That's the kind of love he always gave me uh, going back to all these years uh, covering the, the NBA. A New Yorker. If you, were some, if you were somewhere else, I wouldn't have went. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, I, gotta, I represent my hometown where I'm from, number one. And number two, the people that's working and doing well like yourself, I got to I gotta show love, you know. I got to show love to my New York. Speaking of New York, okay, you got you got Tom Thibodeau, who has been running the Knicks, like, I mean, incredibly so. It's, I, think, I feel like Tom Thibodeau this year is showing you what a coach can do for an organization, no? Right? So I want to ask you, what was it about – you know, what did you like the most about coaching and, and, and why? When did you know you were going to go into it? Well, first of all, I, I love coaching because of my high school coach, uh, M- Malloy. He, he passed away. And I was thinking when he passed away, what what am I going to do to give back? So I, I, I love watching the NBA game. I, I wouldn't want to coach it. You know, I love coaching where I'm at. Because it's bad. They're so talented already. They don't want to – most of them don't listen. <laughs> they don't gotcha. listen to the coach. So college, I would, I'm, I'm, I love the NAIA school. I'm at a small school. I'm at Fish University coaching on a, on a, a smaller level. And um, I, I can reach out. I, I feel I'm reaching those young men. You know, I'm reaching them. I played on every level. Basketball is easy for me. Life is hard. You know, that's, the, that's my – my, my slogan for my documentary. It's been easy. I, I played high school basketball, college basketball, pro basketball. Every level I've been successful at. So I want to come back and give back to the my, my college, the college level kids. I, I love watching the games, but I love giving back and giving back to how I made it. You know, um, you know, what can I do to give back to the college kids? And that's what I'm. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm coaching yeah. at a level uh, in AI school. I love the game of basketball, 
but it taught me a lot. Taught me a lot of uh, do's and don'ts. Do's and don'ts. Say, my, my, my father, alumni of Fisk University, right? Yep. Nashville, Tennessee, no? Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm coaching that. Tell your father to give me a call, man. Let's work it out. That's <laughs> right. We'll do, we'll do. No doubt. Hey, Kenny, man, we appreciate you so much, man. I'm proud of you, really, to uh, take on the coaching and to give back yeah. to the young kids and just everything and what you've been through and how you, you're a fighter, man. You know that. And that's why you are where you are. That's why God gave you uh, more life, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and continue. Man. You know that. You know it. So it's great to have you on, man, always. And I'm going to see you down the road. All right, Kenny? Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, and I appreciate you a great deal. All right. Stay well. Hey, hey, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you. All right. My man. One of the things I love about betting on basketball is I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. And the cool thing about FanDuel is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's called the same game parlay, and it's only on FanDuel. Tonight, my same game parlay Minnesota against the spread, and Anthony Edwards over points. That's just, I love betting on Anthony Edwards. Read his profile on GQ if you don't understand why. That kid is a ton of fun, okay? So whether you're new or you use FanDuel Sportsbook every day, check out the NBA Same Game Parlays because Same Game Parlays, I mean, they're the best thing out there. And FanDuel is the best sportsbook out there. The app's simple to use. They've got great pricing. The promotions are always on. They let you get more action every single day. Plus, different deposit options, and most importantly, if you win, you can get your money in as little as 24 hours. And that's what we're all doing this for, right, is to get this money. So if you haven't tried FanDuel Sportsbook yet, new users get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Just place a bet and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 inside credit if you don't win. So download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today and use promo code LP3 at sign up. That's promo code LP3 so they know that we sent you. Speaking of New York, Rob, the New York Knicks went and challenged the Los Angeles Lakers in overtime as far as they could, ended up losing the game in an Anthony Davis I'm back statement. However, you, it, you'd be crazy to think the Knicks aren't competitors this year, right? Conversely, enter the Atlanta Hawks, who are sitting, sitting, in the, uh, sitting right below the four seed right now with, uh, after they fired Lloyd Pierce and brought in Nate McMillan. That team has done nothing but win and done nothing would really be impressive, honestly, except for the time that Martin Weiss bet against them last night and uh, Washington ended up covering the spread. Rob, who do you think is going to be the bigger surprise coming through this playoff period, the Hawks or the Knicks? Um, I'm going to say, first of all, the biggest surprise who's made the playoffs are the Knicks more so than the Hawks. Remember they made moves in the off season. You know, they looked like they were going to be going somewhere. Like, they really made those moves. The Knicks, I didn't figure them to be in the playoffs, Martin. You know, I didn't think Toronto would make the playoffs. And, you know, and some of these other teams that have been, you know, good in the East. So, the Knicks have surprised me the most. But if I look at the two teams, I still think the Hawks have a better shot. at. I'm not saying they will, but a better shot at advancing than the Knicks. I think the Knicks are going to wind up. They dropped that loss, dropped them from fourth seed in the East to sixth. And now they got to right. play Milwaukee in the first round. That's a big blow to them, right? If they would have been in the fourth seed, they would have been able to have home game. They would have had the home court advantage. It's a totally different ball game. And now they got in the sixth seed playing Milwaukee. I like Atlanta uh, more so than the Knicks in the playoffs. 
I like Atlanta in the playoffs, but I would say that New York is a bigger surprise. I mean, when they hired Tom Thibodeau and then through the through the offseason in the summer where they're just signing power forward after power forward after power forward, it just did not seem like it was going to work out for this team to have been competing for the, for this team to have been in the top half of the Eastern Conference for, I don't know, what, 80 percent of the season is remarkable to me. But I, I, I agree with you in that the Hawks are going to be the bigger threat. Um, but but the Hawks were building for this, right? The Knicks are a surprise. The Knicks weren't supposed to be this good this soon. Like the Knicks are really, they feel like one player away from being a true finals competitor. Honestly, if you look at like they, if they had a really dynamic I, guard. Yeah, but they'd have to be, I'd, I'd have to see one more year of it. This was like a weird year. I'm not discounting it. Uh, I'm not sure that in the East with Brooklyn, Milwaukee and Philadelphia that they would you know, they would be in contention, but I still think those three teams are better than them. And there's no big free agents this year in the market for them. Uh, you know what I mean? To take that next step. That, so I don't no. know where they'll be next year, but it's definitely a surprising great year for them. The next biggest free agent is R.J. Barrett. If R.J. Barrett can can turn and, and, and take the turns that people thought the number three step, the number three pick in the draft would take, that's going to be the key for them. Kind of like last year, Denver's free agent acquisition was Michael Porter Jr. stepping into being a star. You know what I mean? Like if RJ Barrett can step in and be a real true ball dominant playmaking guard, then that team is going to be the sky is the limit for that team. But I do wonder if that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'd have to see it to believe it. So speaking of a team that seemingly has no point guards, right, as Dennis Schroeder is in health and safety protocols and Alex Caruso got hurt, what, six minutes into the Knicks game, the Knicks-Lakers game that we were just talking about, the Lakers have been running Taylor Horton Tucker, who's their backup shooting guard as the starting point guard for way too long of the year. AD comes back and immediately, you know, Knicks is growing. How worried are you about Anthony Davis and the injury report? I'm just concerned. I just think too many things have to happen for the Lakers. And the groin, Martin, you talk to any players about a groin. It doesn't go away like that. You know, like it, you feel it. It's always there for a while. And to continue to play on it. So can he re-injure it? You know what I mean? Can it, can it flare up again? Sure it could. So that's, that's a thing. And then LeBron not playing. LeBron was supposed to play one of the two games. He was going to skip the Knicks game and then play the Houston game. And then he decided not to play either one. I don't know if it was because, you know, they know that they can't get out of the, the, the playing game. So why even waste, you know, energy with him? But Or is it that he's still hurt and not fully recovered? I don't know which one it is, uh, but it seems weird that LeBron hasn't come back. And when he did come back, he did re-injure himself. So I, I think too many, too many mass unit things the Lakers have for me to feel confident. I think that they can be knocked out in the first round. I really do. Anthony Davis is not getting knocked out in the first round. Sorry. I hate to break to you. As long as, as long as he has a point guard, like as long as Dennis Schroeder can clear um, health and safety protocols and, and, and be the same Dennis Schroeder he was before he left, there's no way the Lakers lose in the first round, especially not to Utah. Like if they fall in the eighth seed and Utah is the one seed, Utah Lakers in three if they fight if they, if they go up against Utah period like, I, no way no LeBron no with no LeBron okay let's bet on that let's bet on that all right when we get to that I point. mean 
Yeah, I'm about to say if 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 that occurs, then sure. But like at this point in time, that's a whole lot of ifs, ands, and buts to, to to go ahead and lay a wager on. But I just I can't imagine. I can, like even. Okay, so let's be let's be realistic. Without LeBron, this like without LeBron, without a point guard, this Lakers team is like the Pelicans were, right? Like with Anthony Davis, uh, they're not they're not great shakes. They're not they're not they don't have superstars. But with Anthony Davis and without LeBron, I've seen him. I've seen him plenty of games where they've lost with him, just him. I'm not buying that. I don't think he's played nearly up to his potential. And yes, he did have that one big game. That was once where you saw him flex his. His muscles. I'm talking about that the the, the, the quote unquote statement game, but there have been a lot of okay. duds in that as well. That's all I'm saying. He he should have but been. I, I would, but I will say this: short off season for the Lakers. Anthony Davis been Nick. The Anthony Davis that we've seen in the last three games is the Anthony Davis that we're used to seeing. Okay, yeah, you can't deny that. Did they win all those games? I'm not talking about winning and losing in the regular season. I'm talking about Anthony's – what was the question? Are we worried about AD's groin, right? There's a bad groin now, Martin. Do you, do you, are you – hello, is this on? Are you factoring in a bad groin? I just hope that James Harden's hamstring can hold up for the next couple of weeks, okay? That's all I'm asking. That's all That's all I want to know because the way, that, the way that the Lakers just seemingly – I mean – Mount Sinai is right down the street from Staples Center. They can go get medical help, Rob. This is, you know, they, they're not an embargo behind medical help. I mean, they have the same similar doctors as the Nets do. I'll just say that. Okay. So we have a bunch of surprising teams. This, I mean, if you told me at the start of this season that we'd be debating whether or not the Lakers or Golden State will be, will be fighting for the seventh and eighth seed, I would tell you it's crazy, right? So there's a ton of teams this year. They really are in places where they feel like they're not supposed to be. Rob, which team for you is going to be the surprise in the playoffs? I think it's going to be the Clippers. I think everybody has written them off after last year. I don't think anybody, you know, they're they're totally cloaked. They're totally off the radar. All they've done is put together a really nice season, bounce back after the embarrassment of a year ago. I think uh, the additions of Playoff Rondo and Boogie Cousins and, uh, and 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 even Tyron Lue as their head coach. I love everything that they have right now and where they are. And they have a guy like Rondo, which, which to me is the biggest one because he's that leader who's been there, done that. He's won a couple championships. We know Kawhi Leonard's a great player, but he's not that vocal guy. He's not that rah-rah guy. He just plays by example. I think Rondo's going to be big for them. I love the Clippers, I'd have them coming out of the West. I'll be honest, do not hate it. I like it a lot. And if I didn't want to just you like what a lot. Agree with you, I like the honestly at this point without LeBron playing this week, I like the Clippers coming out of the West. Rondo, Rondo is, I hate to say it, I need to come up with a better phrase, but Rondo is like the adult in the room, right? That that was missing last year, right? Because I mean, obviously, all these guys are men, all these guys are adults. However, when they go down in that in that series against the Nuggets, Rondo is going to be the guy who wasn't there last year, who's there this year, who's going to throw his shoes down in the locker room and be like, this is unacceptable. We can't go out like this. You know, like this, Rondo is going to be the guy to galvanize the troops, quote unquote. I'm going to go with Denver, though. They got the MVP. They're, they're, they've been floating anywhere between the two and the five seed all year. The thing about it, though, I think this playoffs is going to be Michael Porter Jr.'s 
coming out party. I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to ball this playoffs. I, I just can't see them making that run without Jamal Murray. He's such a big part of that team, and I get it. But I think ultimately they will miss him. If, they, if they're able to advance, they haven't been able to do it the last couple of years, but if they were able to advance to the finals or you know, out of the Western Conference without him, that would be shocking to me. I don't even with Michael Porter Jr., who's playing great. I give you that, but no Jamal Murray. That's when their season, to me, you know, is going to end prematurely because yeah. the way that that they can overcome that play. If you remember what he did to the Clippers last year and what a force he was, I just, oh, I just, yeah. you can't believe that's going to be duplicated. That's just me. I mean, the, my Jamal Murray in the bubble was incredible, but I'd say, I mean. The last Nuggets game I watched, Michael Porter Jr. had 30 on 12 for 18 shooting, and he's shooting like six threes a game. Like, I just – he's – the only other player who I've seen put up numbers like that is Kevin Durant. Like, with that level of efficiency from that – with that shot profile. So, it just gives me a, a major cause for concern that the Denver Nuggets, you know, and I get I, – I would feel much better about them had Jamal Murray been there. But – Austin Rivers is a guy that can fill it up. Compazzo is the pro, kind of like in the Luka Doncic era where he's played all over the place and, you know, he's familiar with professional basketball. But, I mean, their ceiling is not super high, but it, don't, it would not shock me, especially with the way that the seeding is right now if they make the Western Conference Finals again without Jamal Murray and his torn ACL. So, speaking of teams that may surprise in the Eastern Conference playoffs, the Miami Heat are hosting the 76ers today right they are currently oh it's currently a two point the miami here are currently two point dogs rob who do you like in this game with the the, you know mvp runner-up and and, uh joel Embiid and miami really playing good ball recently yeah i'm gonna go with philadelphia they had a chance to clinch the top spot in the east it's a bigger game for them i know miami's been playing great They've won like uh, six of their last seven. Uh, Philadelphia was on an eight-game winning streak until they lost Tuesday night. Um, you know, Brooklyn is breathing down their backs now. I mean, this is the game they need. I'm going to go with Philadelphia. Even on the road at Miami, Miami's been playing great. I'll take Philly. I'm going to go with Miami. Um, the Heat have been playing last year, Eastern Conference Final Bubble Ball. Recently, Jimmy Butler has been balling out. Bam Adebayo has been playing incredible defense. And the 76ers have Orlando tomorrow. So I feel like this is a prime spot for the 76ers to kind of dog it, rest some guys, and Bede plays 25 minutes. They go tomorrow, beat the dog living hell out of Orlando, and uh, and lock everything up that they could lock up tonight. I like Miami tonight a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and ride with the Miami Heat, even though they are what? Uh, one point favorites. So I like I like the Heat a lot. I'm going to go with them. So the next game on the docket, it's going from the MVP runner up to the actual MVP Nikola Jokic. The Denver Nuggets are four and a half point favorites. They're going to Minnesota tonight. Rob, who do you have in this matchup? Nuggets Timberwolves. I'm going to take Denver. I mean, I I, I know Minnesota. Uh, 22 and 47. We know. Um, you know, it's just a matter of. Uh, the point spread here, I think Denver will win. I just don't see them giving up a game to Minnesota uh, in this situation. So I, I like Denver. I'm going to go with, with Denver on the road. Look, anybody who knows me, anybody who watches my Twitter, anybody who watches the Wise Advice knows 
you do not have to twist my arm too hard to get me to bet on the Denver Nuggets, okay? However, tonight, I don't like them because, and it's it's like, it, it, it's a stat that one of them, I just, it just sticks out of my head, right? But the, the Nuggets are 0-4 in their last four games when scoring 100 points in the game prior, over 100 points in the game prior. What does that mean? They come, they're, they're up and down. Okay, they come out. Sometimes they ball out. Sometimes they score 120. Sometimes they might just not score that much. I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, I'm going with the Timberwolves today. They're four, one and one in their last six following a victory against the spread. I like what the Timberwolves have been putting together. Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns kind of combat each other. And I've had a good read for the Timberwolves last couple of times. I hit a Carl Anthony Towns prop on Tuesday. So I like the Timberwolves tonight. But this is definitely one of those that you bet it and you don't watch it and you just kind of hold your nose and hope that it works. Okay, right. you bet it and then when you look <laughs> up and Denver wins by 20, you'll be like, what was I thinking? What was I doing? What, what, what made me do this? Watch and see. That'll be your reaction. I'm still going with the Timberwolves. I wouldn't be shocked if they went out right. I really wouldn't be shocked if they went out right because this is just the type of game that Denver lays down for you know, in the in the uh, in the time in which I've been betting on them, trust me, I know this is the type of game that Denver just might lay down for. And my personal game of the night, you have Chris Paul versus Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum versus Devin Booker, and the Portland Trailblazers are going to the Phoenix Suns. Suns are five point favorites. Rob, who do you like in this Western Conference matchup? I'm going to take Portland. They've been red hot winning uh, nine of their last 10. Um, and it's a big game. Um, the Suns haven't been, I know they've been a little sketchy. They've lost a few games. What? You're shaking your head. You, you all no, I'm, 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 a, I'm agreeing with you. The Suns in their last five games, this is the wrong time sketchy. to look bad. They've been up and down and question marks. you like, what, are they really as good as they were all year? Or maybe they're not. So I'm I'm gonna go with Portland, the hot team. They've just been playing great. And when you were nine to ten, I, I think they keep it going. I'll say this. This is like the Suns in their last five games, they beat Oklahoma City by three. They they were in overtime with Cleveland. They ended up covering a 13 and a half point spread in overtime, first time in 30 years, something that had happened. The Suns have not looked good in the last five games. And this is the wrong time of the year to look bad if you're the Phoenix Suns. Like, especially after the way that you've been playing all year, you're healthy all year, the way that this this is not the time of the year to be looking bad for the Phoenix Suns. And guess what? That's what they're doing. I'm going with Portland. I'm taking a plus five. Just because the Suns look a little broken right now. And I'd be incredibly concerned if I was them going for the playoffs. Because, I mean, if you don't have enough gear to go to, I don't know what to tell you. You're going home early. That's why, really, that's all I got to tell you. So I'm going ahead with Portland, Damian Lillard, Dame time. And I just don't like the matchup, but the Suns are concerning right now. All right, here's my lemon pepper parlay for this week on the NBA edition. Of course, I'm going to go with Philadelphia because I think they want to win that game and not, you know, drop out of the top seed in the last week of the season. So they need this win very, very badly. And I'm also going to just take Denver over Minnesota just because I'm sorry. I can't bet any money on Minnesota. I don't care what they've done lately. I think Denver doesn't want to lose either. I just think that this time of the year, you don't want to go in 
losing games that you shouldn't. So I'm going to take the obvious choices here and feel good about it. For my lemon pepper parlay, I'm going with one that's already hit for me before. It's another same game parlay. I'm taking Minnesota to cover, okay, and Anthony Edwards over points. That's my one of my favorite, but Anthony Edwards over points is always fun to bet because he's always fun to watch. So I'm going Minnesota to cover and Edwards over points for my lemon pepper parlay. All right, there it is for this week. Yes, the NBA playoffs are starting next week. Um, make sure you join us uh, again right here and make sure you like us, subscribe, let your friends know, man, and uh, we'll see you next week on the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast, NBA edition. It'll be the NBA playoff edition next week. I can't wait for the play, especially this last month has been fun with the play-in games, trying to figure out who's going to be where. But I'm ready for the big dogs to start going. Let's, let's, let's get to the playoff. 40 games and 40 nights. Inject TNT into my veins. I can't wait for the playoffs.